Caffeine is an incredible molecule, but I probably don't have to tell you that. If you're like 87% of Americans, you consume caffeine on a regular basis. Whether by drinking coffee, tea, or energy drinks, the vast majority of us seem to enjoy the mind-altering effects of this stimulant. Yet most of us don't really know how caffeine works. How is it that a naturally occurring molecule found in both coffee beans and the tea plant seems to make our brains more awake, attentive, and engaged? Like all drugs, caffeine exerts its psychological effects by altering the activity of neurons in the brain. And just like other stimulants, including amphetamines like prescription Adderall or illegal methamphetamine, caffeine enhances dopamine signaling in the brain, especially in a region known as the striatum. As we'll see, however, caffeine is very different from these other psychostimulants. Before we get to that though, let's talk a little more about dopamine. When dopamine levels rise in the brain, it leads us to engage more with the world around us, increasing our level of motivation and attention to important aspects of our environment. While this feeling of wanting, of seeking and striving for more does feel good, Dopamine is not really about pleasure, but instead about making us go after things that our brain wants or needs. In short, raising dopamine levels, or more specifically, increasing the activity of dopaminergic neurons in the striatum and nearby regions, motivates us to take action, and it teaches us to repeat whatever action led to that dopamine increase. In the same way, dopamine is centrally involved in the primary mechanism behind drug and behavioral addictions. And this brings us back to caffeine and the other stimulants. That is, cocaine and methamphetamines work by getting into your brain and essentially causing dopamine to flood out of the neurons that usually house it. These drugs dump dopamine into the space between neurons known as the synapse. This causes a surge of activity in the neurons that have receptors for dopamine. So just as the spike of dopamine caused by there being less traffic on your way to work urges you to wake up and leave early again tomorrow, the massive spike of dopamine levels caused directly by cocaine or amphetamines leads your brain to want to do these drugs again and again and again. That's how the cycle of addiction begins. But to be clear, there are other mechanisms at work in addiction and substance use disorder more generally, but this is enough for our purposes. Caffeine, on the other hand, does something very different to dopamine neurons. Instead of releasing the valve, opening it up and letting dopamine just flood into those synapses, caffeine does something more subtle. It makes dopamine receptors more sensitive to dopamine. Caffeine doesn't even bind directly to the dopamine receptor. Instead, caffeine does something very clever. It blocks a different receptor that usually inhibits the dopamine receptor. In other words, caffeine cuts the breaks that are usually keeping dopamine neurons from firing too often or too quickly. In this way, caffeine enhances dopamine signaling. It makes dopamine neurons more sensitive to the action of dopamine. As a side note, there is evidence that caffeine can directly increase the amount of dopamine. That is, caffeine does seem to slightly open the valves to allow more dopamine into the synapse, but this is thought to be less important than its ability to sensitize dopamine neurons. But more specifically, caffeine blocks certain receptors called adenosine receptors, which usually bind a neurotransmitter called adenosine. When adenosine binds to the adenosine receptor, 
it effectively makes the dopamine receptor less sensitive to dopamine. These adenosine receptors are the brakes on the dopamine neurons that I mentioned. So by blocking adenosine receptors and stopping them from binding adenosine, caffeine cuts the brakes and allows dopamine neurons to fire faster and more often. So this explains why caffeine makes us more attentive and engaged with our environment and more motivated to take action. But you might be asking, what about the fact that caffeine keeps you from falling asleep? While the enhanced dopamine signaling by itself uh, probably contributes to this wake-promoting effect of caffeine, there's actually a separate mechanism that more directly explains why caffeine keeps us from falling asleep. Adenosine is not only involved in putting the brakes on the dopamine system, it is also the main molecule that makes us feel sleepier and sleepier throughout the day. Early in the day, our adenosine levels are relatively low. But as we get closer to bedtime, adenosine levels steadily rise. And as adenosine levels go up, there is more adenosine in the brain that can bind to its receptors. Some of these receptors are present in the dopamine system, like we were just talking about. But others are present in brain regions directly involved in putting us to sleep, like the hypothalamus, for example. Remember how caffeine works by blocking adenosine receptors? You can probably guess how caffeine stops us from falling asleep. It stops adenosine from binding to its receptors in sleep-related brain regions, including the hypothalamus. So if you're cramming for an exam tomorrow morning and you need a cup of coffee to keep you going through the night, the reason it works to keep you from falling asleep is that caffeine is preventing adenosine from telling your brain to go to sleep. Yet, there's also a dark side to caffeine, and specifically its dopamine-enhancing feature. Because caffeine makes dopamine receptors more sensitive, it can actually accelerate the processes of dependence and addiction to other drugs or behaviors that increase dopamine levels. If we think back to amphetamines, for example, combining coffee with these drugs may be a particularly quick way to develop an addiction. Amphetamines increase the concentration of dopamine by releasing it from its neuronal storehouses, and caffeine turns up the sensitivity of the dopamine receptors. What does that mean? Well, dopamine neurons are going to be firing like crazy. This massive spike of dopaminergic activity then teaches the brain to repeat the behavior that caused it. In this case, it's the ingestion of the amphetamine and the combination with your morning cup. It's as if caffeine supercharges the process of habit formation. And the lesson here is to be careful about combining caffeine, not only with classic psychostimulant drugs, but also with any other drug that has an addictive potential, including alcohol and nicotine. Overall, however, caffeine is not in itself a very dangerous substance. No, you shouldn't take it at night unless you absolutely have to. No, you shouldn't overindulge, and no, not everyone's biochemistry is the same, and some people will have adverse reactions to caffeine, or they may simply not enjoy the effects. So certainly not everyone should take it. Children in particular may be hypersensitive to caffeine, so it may be best to hold off until the brain is more developed. And finally, like all dopamine-enhancing drugs, humans can become addicted to it. Those caveats aside, from what I've seen, Caffeine does not appear to be unhealthy when used in moderation 
in the doses found in coffee and tea, although that is a subject of research. I once heard caffeine referred to as mental steroids, and while that's oversimplified and inaccurate in some ways, this seems like a decent way of describing how this substance works. Its ability to enhance dopamine signaling may mean that some of us are more productive, more engaged with our work, and overall more motivated to get going than we otherwise would be without caffeine. Though it's not without its drawbacks, like I just mentioned, caffeine really is an incredible molecule. Okay, let's summarize what we've learned in this video. Before we get to that though, I just wanna really quick acknowledge the main source that I used for this video. And it's a paper titled, Mechanisms of the Psychostimulant Effects of Caffeine, Implications for Substance Use Disorders by Sergei Ferre. It was published in 2016 in the journal Psychopharmacology. And if you want to learn more about that, I'll provide a link in the description to that paper. Okay, let's summarize what we've learned in this video. First, caffeine enhances dopamine signaling in the brain, particularly in the striatum. Dopamine increases motivation and teaches the brain to repeat the actions that lead to dopamine spikes. Dopamine is involved in the mechanism behind drug and behavioral addictions. Cocaine and amphetamines flood the brain with dopamine, leading to addiction. Caffeine makes dopamine receptors more sensitive by blocking adenosine receptors. Adenosine receptors act as brakes on dopamine neurons. Caffeine enhances dopamine signaling by cutting these breaks. Caffeine prevents sleep by blocking adenosine receptors in sleep-related brain regions. Caffeine can accelerate dependence and addiction to other drugs that increase dopamine levels, so should be careful about that. In moderation, caffeine does not seem to be dangerous and may have beneficial effects on productivity and motivation. All right, well, that's it. And thank you so much for watching this episode of Sense of Mind. If you got anything out of this video, please like and subscribe and throw a comment below to let me know what you think. And if you want to support this show and keep it alive, please consider signing up for Sense of Mind's Patreon at patreon.com slash senseofmind. That link is in the description below. This channel used to be supported by a charitable foundation, but unfortunately that's no longer the case. I am a full-time science communicator and this is actually my main source of income. So your support is extremely important to me. And if you wanna see more videos like this, please consider becoming a patron. And if you sign up at the $4.99 tier or higher, you'll get exclusive monthly live streams with me where you can comment and ask questions in real time. You'll also get written blog post versions of every new video, including this one, and all the previous videos since I started the Patreon. So consider signing up today. And finally, if you wanna stay up to date with us, go to senseofmindshow.com newsletter to sign up for the email newsletter. Thanks again for watching. I'll catch you next time.